Hello and welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week, we discuss episode 16 of season 4 and Hunter x Hunter episode 100. Now that's the good stuff. Larry Davis is the 28th of January 2019. Guess what I did today? Um, you want the actual got, answer or like comedy well, answer? Comedy answer, please. This is a comedy program. Is it? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be, but we've definitely never said anything funny on it. Yeah. But this could be the... Do the do the comedy. Do a funny. What did I do okay, today? Okay, what did you do today? Um, you, um... Um... This is going to be real good. Oh, I can't wait for this one. It's a hot zinger coming right at me. I know it. I... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You yeah, watched so. you watched the Phantom on VHS. Got it in one. Oh, oh! I wasn't supposed to say what you actually did. Okay. Dumbass. Um, no, I packed myself into my 1996 Suzuki Swift. I drove over to the Little Caesars. I asked them for a thin crust, hot and ready. It was not hot and ready. I had to wait 15 minutes. And then I drove back home, and the second disappointment of the night, other than this, like, noodly flatbread pizza that I had, wasn't crispy at all, uh, was I played Altered Beast, and boy, that game fucking sucks. Yeah. You act like this Holy is a surprise. Shit. It is to me, because the... So, I was specific... I was chasing after a very specific sense of nostalgia... Because when I was very young, I, I don't know why I've latched onto this memory, but I was at a friend's house, and we had a Thin Crust Pizza, and we played Altered Beast all night. And I finally remember this. Again, I have no idea why. I don't remember that kid's name. This is the only memory I have at his house. Uh, so I wanted to, to chase after that tonight. I, I bought the Thin Crust Pizza. And maybe it was better left in the past, because both of those things were terrible. My memory of Altered Beast is playing the first level and then starting the second level and thinking, I have had enough of this. I d like, I can't even really tell you what the second level is. I'm not sure most people could. All the levels are basically the same. Yeah, I, I mean, you just go from left to right, slowly and, punching like, and things. Weird, yeah, and then weirdly it's like an auto-scroller every yep. single level. Yep. Like it's always pushing you forward. And then the, uh, the second like, one is there's like no a, hits. It's in so a cave, you just constantly right? Um Or like night like the forest at night. I think I want to say it's dark. This is really bad because I actually beat the game tonight and you're right, I couldn't tell you what the second level is. See, everybody knows the first one in the graveyard, but after that, yeah. who knows? Or you got the uh, wise from your grave, and then like the graves rise up and the skeletons burst out of it. 
Yeah, which is like that's the, cool. The most in any level that is unique is those two sequences, and then every other level is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Well, the animal oh, you turn into in each level is different. Except for the last one when it's just the wolf again. Yep. <laughs> there's four animals and there's five levels, so they had to repeat one of them once. I mean, the wolf uh, is like the canonical altered beast, right? I Sure. It's the one on the cover, right? Yeah. That's the one everyone remembers, because like, whenever you see the transformation sequence in any video or anything like that, it's always the wolf. And it's always because... Whenever someone's it's taking in the first footage level. of that game, it's in the, yeah, it's in the first level. That's all anyone wants to play, and then they're like, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's a 30-minute video game. The, yeah. Those five <laughs> levels, first of all, only five, they're all incredibly short. The only way a level goes on for a while is you need to turn into the beast to activate the boss. So the level only goes on a while if you just fucking suck. Which I do. At everything. Well, good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I beat that game in probably about 30, 40 minutes. Actually, like, I got halfway through, and then I backed out and just set it to the hardest difficulty and just played it that way to try to make it a little bit more interesting. And also because, like, I do that whole, like, the retro achievements thing and, like, not a lot for Altered Beast because there's not a lot you can make out of that game and like the hardest ones to get are just like, I don't know, beat it on the hardest difficulty. Punch off 20 heads. The only one I don't have unlocked is score... I think it's like 50,000 or 500,000 points on the hardest difficulty and that basically necessitates beating that whole thing without game overing and I don't care enough to do that. Even though that, again, would take like half an hour. Yeah. It's it's no Golden Axe. And Golden Axe, Boy. also yeah. not great. Nope. I was going to say, like, that's not even on my list of games to play because I already know that Golden Axe isn't great. My, my memory did not serve me well with Altered Beasts. Otherwise, that would also not be on the list. Yeah. Uh, I also played Arrow of the Acrobats, so, you know, I've been having a shitty week. Hmm. Well, uh, this is actually something that I've been meaning to bring up for a while, and I continually forgot it, but, like, the complete inverse of your reality being shattered by Altered Beast. Did you know, uh, and first of all, you're sitting down, right? Um, I believe so, yes. Okay, because you're gonna need to be, because you're, first of all, you're just straight up not going to believe me when I tell you this. Okay, the black-eyed peas. You know them, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. They got the Fergie. Well, here's the thing, though. They put uh-huh. out an album last year. It's really good. Ah, shit! You didn't say anything about the ceiling falling on me. Well, ah, sorry. Fuck. I guess I should have. I'm bleeding. Well. Oh. We all have our burdens. It's- this uh, week is terrible. Here's the thing, though. That That's exactly it. They don't have Fergie anymore. <laughs> they were like, hit the bricks. <laughs> Decided they didn't need her anymore. So yeah, it, it's a lot closer. Picture of the black eyed peas in like a chemotherapy office going, we're in remission! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we finally we beat cut it. Her out. We beat the cancer. Yep. 
but yes, it's a lot like their first couple of album, first couple of albums. That's really good. As a result, yeah. uh, it's interesting because they must have been planning this for a while because there's a track on there with um, Fife Dog from Tribe Called Quest. Mm. He died like four years ago now, I think. How many of their songs use the word retarded? None this time. They've they've learned oh, their wow. lesson. Surprising amount of self restraint. Yeah. Well, I mean that'll they, continually they weird me out that that is just the way that song is supposed to be. But because the radio version is the one that got like the most play, that is what is like more synonymous to me. Yeah. Also, let's get started. Was the one that was in the commercial for uh, the herbs. Which That's I'm sure right. is what most people know it from. Mm. Actually, I think it was actually like in the full game, too. When are we going to get a stand called Black God Peas? What part is know. that? Mm. Is there one? There might be. Gotta be. That extremely sounds like a JoJo stand. Yeah. Anyway, this week, uh, uh, Pe- Pesci, Prosciutto. Oh boy! Some stuff happened. Couple of mamonies. Am I right? Hey, That's the word. That they a bunch use. of mamones. Ah, oh, kabagoo. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> this is my least I'm favorite contract- bit. I'm contractually obligated to say it once per episode. I hate it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Bucciarati's grabbed prosciutto by the gabagoo and has thrown himself out of the train. Yep. This was a good plan. Uh, yeah, a real good plan to get himself killed in the process. Uh, but it doesn't pan out because uh, Pesci finally wakes up from his nappy, nappy nap, mm-hmm. and uh, casts his line, and it sticks right through Prosciutto's hand and uh, pulls him and Butrati back onto the train. Like, not in the train, but, like, against the side of the train. Yeah. Yeah. It was still a good so, uh, idea, and a lot more than you would expect from Pesci, given what he's done so far. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, in fact, that is true of this entire episode. Oh, yeah. Well, like, at some point, Araki was like, hmm, what if I took this goofball and made him a stone-cold killer? Yeah, what if Pesci, like, found his center, man? Yeah. He finally realized what he wanted to be. Like if if he wanted to make the world a better place, he took a look at himself and he made that change. Yep, be the change you want to be in the world. That's right. That's what Pesci said right before he snapped an old man's neck. That's what brother always says before he makes people get really old and die. Hmm. Uh, speaking of his brother, Prosciutto is like way into Bucciarati now. Like he thinks Bucciarati's just great. I mean, wouldn't you? I don't know. Ah, he's pretty great. I don't know. He's got that weird haircut. Yeah. His big stupid zippers. His stand's named Zipper Man. No, it's Come not. On. It's Sticky Fingers. Oh, it's Zipper Man to me. It's what the words on the bottom of the screen say. Since when are you paying attention to the words at the bottom of the screen? You can't read. I believe anything I read in subtitles. <laughs> That's how you know Kikaku uh, means plan. That's right. Mm. Yeah, I know like five Japanese words thanks to subtitles. I yeah. know that Ora Ora is a battle cry 
from sure. like the one time that JoJo's subtitles had like an asterisk next to them. That was because of the weirdo version you were watching. <laughs> yeah, I like how that's the thing. Of all the things that they wanted to give a translation note for, it's Aura Aura. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so Prosciutto's like trying to kick uh, Bucciarati off. Um, but like Sex Pistols has told Bucciarati what Pesci's stand is all about. So he uses uh, sticky fingers to punch Prosciutto's hand and like unzip it. Uh-huh. And then that ends up allowing him to like hook his own hand and Prosciutto gets fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like at this Holy point, it's crap. it seems like he fell off the train too. I like, I don't know how he manages <laughs> to get back on it. I wonder if it's just sort of like he rolled into the bottom of the train and somehow did not get like ground up. Yeah, because like from the look of him, like I don't like his arms and legs are noodles. Oh yeah, no, they're all busted up. They're gross. This mm. whole thing is. This whole episode has some gross stuff going on in the, like, one instance of censorship that made zero sense to me. I don't remember that, but okay. Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, or wait, wait, I'm trying to remember exactly where that pops up. I don't remember anything, like, blacked out. There's There's a bit where... It's getting ahead a little bit, but he's, like, got Bucciarati's heart hooked. And then, like, later on in the episode, he actually, like, it shows him ripping somebody's heart out. Oh, but yeah. that heart is, like, blacked out. I thought that was even just, though like, intentional, like, a stylistic thing. It, If it is, it doesn't necessarily look good. It doesn't, like, immediately strike me as a stylistic thing. And it was just more weird to me, I guess, because we see a lot of, like, full-on beating hearts totally drawn out so i don't know why you would then censor that when yeah. it's getting ripped out yeah i don't know it's bizarre i wonder if it's like some weird japanese thing of like you can show an internal organ unless it is like being brutalized in some way or torn out of the body or something like that like i wonder if there's some weird stipulation about the context in which you can show a part of the body that is like part of the thing with uh games is you can have like dismembered parts but it can't be the player causing the dismemberment or something like that that's so like, weird that me. was the issue with um uh, metal gear rising like why they changed the human enemies to be all cyborgs yeah I don't know if also you've seen, by the way, but, like, the differences between Resident Evil 2 Remake in the oh, States yeah. versus Japan, but holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some of those changes are super low effort. Yeah. Like, like the... Uh, there's a bit where I think, like, someone's face is split open, and, like, the, the one where it's, like, just stuck together a normal dude's face and has, like, a really shitty t texture going down the middle of, like, blood stain or something like that yeah and you can tell they put uh, a lot of effort into that face coming apart because it looks really good <laughs> yeah and so it must make them pretty angry that they're like ah oh, we gotta dumb this down for the weirdos here at home i'm having a hard time not buying that game and just trying to like watch my money because mm -hmm. all the my feed on twitter is just full of people singing that 
at games praises and every single time i see footage of it it looks really really good well and you just red box it because i know the way you play games you'll finish it in about three hours somehow it's not a bad point also it's a resident evil game and you were the one telling me that they didn't change that much from the original version and nope. that original game was probably about three to five hours long i think this one's longer but uh like the thing is you're still going to the same areas you're still getting the same items you're still like backtracking the same way you had to before and it's actually interesting that they did not change any of that yeah, the Resident Evil 1 remake changed quite a bit about mm. the way you progress through that game. Like, it's still the same. You start in the mansion, you go out into, like, the guardhouse, and then you go back to the... Like, that stuff's the same, but they changed, like, the order in which you're going to rooms was completely different. They added a ton of stuff to Resident Evil 1. Yeah, and that's also something you wouldn't expect, considering the Resident Evil 1 remake was still like the same general gameplay like it had the same tank yeah. controls and static cameras and everything while this is completely different uh and so you would think they would have to make way more concessions but apparently not yeah i know that uh that like i played resident evil 2 in october so that's also part of why i think if i rented that game i could probably blow through it because the way you progress through that game is still pretty fresh in my mind mm-hmm. unlike altered beast which I finished hours ago and have forgotten everything about. Just remember to pick up the shotgun at the beginning. Which uh, you did not do. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Turns out that makes the game way harder when you don't pick that up. Yeah, weird. Way, way, way harder. In my defense, I also didn't think they'd give you a damn shotgun like five screens into the game. Nah. They weren't going to mess around this time. Rookie cop Leon oh. S. Kennedy, he has to have a shotgun. Uh, well, anyway, um, uh, Pesci had fishing, yeah. fishing line. Uh, Fisher he senses Man. it is not. It, he senses it's not his brother on the other end of the line anymore because he can tell that like the hands changed. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he says and the pinky s- used to be on the right side. Now it's on the left side or whatever. Uh, yeah. No, other way around. And so he starts pushing the hook further into Butrati's body, and so Butrati's similar to how Guido would just shoot into his arm. Butrati is like punching zippers and getting the hook out just for it to like hook back in. Yeah, um, and uh, it makes a bit more sense for Butrati because he can just zip it back up. But yeah, y- yes, yeah. also. We have seen that using zippers on himself has actually been a good tactic a few times in the past. Oh, yeah. As That's opposed a... to just dumping a gun into your arm. Sure. It it also seems like it might have been a better COA, course of action, to, like, zip his whole limb off instead of, like, trying to get the line yeah. out in one specific spot. But, eh. I was kind of half expecting that he would just jack himself up real good and look like one of those damn freaks from arms. Oh. And just like noodle his way around on the top of the train going like, oh, he can't hit me if I just full holes. No, that's a good point. Uh, Sticky Fingers does do the arms thing quite a bit. So yeah. Nintendo just stole arms. <laughs> oh no. Nintendo's going to be getting a message from Iraqi's lawyers pretty soon. I don't think Rocky wants to get in the ring with Reggie. 
I don't think Araki wants to get in the ring with lawyers considering some of his character names. That's a good point. Uh, so yeah, he's trying to hook Bucciarati still, who ends up uh, zipping his way back into the train. Uh, but he's still got the, the hook inside of him. Um, but Pesci is starting to notice that like people are de-aging now. Kind of. Like, Not really. Dude who, so a guy starts approaching him and he's just like, hey, everyone on the train got sick. I'm feeling better, but I think you need to stop the train. This dude's like missing teeth and is like partially bald now. Mm-hmm. In a way that I don't think any human being naturally balls because it's just like one strip of hair on one side of his head and that is it. Yeah. Uh, well, if you remember... <laughs> Rocky's we... never seen male pattern balding in his life. Yeah, I'll invite him over here. He can take a good look. Um, aw. <laughs> don't aw. Uh, remember when they were aging inside a Coco Jumbo? I think Naranjo was just like pulling chunks out, so maybe that's what happened. I had to. That's a good point. Oh, but yeah, this guy also calls him a Mamoni again. Mamoni. Yeah. It means baby, by so, the way. By the way, uh, in Arrow the Acrobat 2, the name of the acrobatic group of bats is the Flying Pepperonis. That's cute. It's a bad game. <laughs> Why you got a problem with the Flying Pepperones? I want you to do me a favor. All right. Okay? All right. And you at home can do this too if you have the internet, which I assume you do because you're listening to this podcast. I want you to go to Google. Do a, do a little image search. Type in Arrow the Acrobat Bat Tasha. B A T A S H A. Hey, should I be doing this? Yes. Turn safe search off. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Let's see. Uh... I'm sure you drink that in. Hmm. This is uh, reminding me a lot of Food Fight. No kidding. <laughs> Was that what you were thinking too? I no, because when I saw that on my screen on my television, I was at a loss for words. I kind of <laughs> just leaned back on my sofa and was like, "Huh, huh, that's your love interest." I hmm. They really wanted to fuck that bat. Yeah. I I mean, I guess so. No, 90s. Someone on that team was horny. That was a golden age for stuff like that. Jesus Christ. Circa 1994. It's, it's like a normal, like, sexy woman body, and then that fucking dome on the top of it. Oh, God. I don't, I don't even need to this. look it up. It just sticks with you. I remember that better than I do any level in Alter, Alter Beast. <sighs> oh, God. <sighs> so, oh, there's also, like, some really great dialogue during that about how she's being kept as someone's slave, but, like, the way they kind of, like, word it makes it sound like it's that kind of slave. Her um costume looks like the wasps 
which is strange. Yeah, yeah, it does. Man. You know, now that you've seen that and you soaked that in, what is more horrifying, her design or Pesci's? I'm going to have to go with Batasha. Yeah, and you know what the weird thing about that is? Batasha was designed, I assume, to be <laughs> sexy, whereas Pesci was made to look like a fucking freak from page one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, with Pesci, oh, the God. thing is, like, he's in this world that's already full of weirdos like that, and Batasha oh, sure. is just an anomaly that uh, should not exist. Yeah, kinda. The the flying pepperonis also look pretty grotesque, but not in, like, the same way. More in, like, all these characters so far look sort of like Arrow the Acrobat, like they're 90s animal mascots, and then for some reason there's just a small collection of characters that look a bit too human. Oh, too it's human? It's weird. Dennis Dyack worked <laughs> on this? Well, you know, considering the quality of it... <laughs> Yeah. Wonder what Dennis Dyack's up to. He's dead. Good. Finally. We're rid of rest him. Rest in peace, Dennis Dyack. No. Do not rest in peace. Hmm. So going back to horrors of a different sort, Pesci is starting to realize that uh Prosciutto is dead if everybody is now de aging. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's not so much he, like, he freaks out at first, but then he starts, like, finding his resolve. Like, he gets pissed that his brother is dead, and he's going to get even. Yeah. Um. And so, like, he's he's going for Bucciarati's heart still, and then... Which, by the way, not his actual brother. Really? I don't think so. Well, Isn't just... he just saying Anaki because it's like, uh, he's part of the gang? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's the same way, you know, in the Yakuza games, like, they'll say Anaki for, for like, brother, even though they're not actually brother-brothers. Mm. Nishikiyama is not uh, Kiryu's actual brother. Oh, also, this stuff with Pesci, now that I'm thinking about it, does take place before Butrati gets back in the train, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's that bit, too, where he... Because uh, everyone then starts aging again, and he realizes that Prosciutto is still alive. And that's when we see him on the bottom of the train. But like the dude who was berating him, like kind of falls over, and he just like steps on his neck and snaps it. Mm-hmm. And that's like his first kill. And so now, like he's he's psyched up and he's ready to kill Butrati, who didn't get sent to the train. Yeah, this is the point where he turns and he's just like, "Hmm, it wasn't as big of a deal as I thought it would be." Now, yeah. Bucciarati. I'm gonna kill him. I'm coming for you, Bucciarati. Murder. I loved murder. With my fishing pole. Yeah, so... The most terrifying of weapons. A fishing pole. I'm gonna do that yeah, cast get... like Goofy did in a Goofy movie. <laughs> Alright, yeah? Uh, <laughs> Bushido gets hit in the head with a rock. <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> really dog. sad. Yeah. 
Gosh, I get hit by rocks all the time. Man. This prosciutto with his neck all fucked up. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see if they fake out killing Goofy again in Kingdom Hearts 3. I, mean, I didn't think about this before, uh, but they also fake out killing Donald and Goofy in the first Kingdom Hearts. For like 20 seconds. I don't remember that. Uh, when they're like absorbed by darkness or whatever. I remember so little about that game. This is part of why I want to play it again. It's bad. Yeah, and look. You, I, I explained what I did tonight, okay? Yeah, you know what point. I'm capable of. Um, Thing is, though, okay, well, like, I just bailed on Kingdom Hearts 2 because, yeah. uh, boy, I forgot that that makes you do, like, a whole second lap around every world. Yeah. Good times? Uh, no, bad times. However, I can tell you from starting Birth by Sleep, much better game. Mm. Also has new worlds, which I actually wasn't expecting. I thought it would all be retreads of other stuff, but it has a like a Lilo and Stitch level in it, which is cool. Huh. We're only halfway through this JoJo's episode, by the way. <laughs> this single one that we have to cover. That's all right, because not much happens in this. But we, we, we gotta explodes get to the real his, meat. Explodes his whole body. All of it. Just so this fishing hook can't get into his heart. Uh, he's just got one hunk of his torso laying there with his heart beating in it. And like, Pesci's weaving his hook around in the room. Well, like, no, he, extending it, trying to like doesn't, find the pulse. He doesn't explode himself so he can't get the hook in. He explodes it so he can't find him with his heartbeat. Yeah. Pulse. Well, I mean, it doesn't really work anyway because his heart's just sticking right well, the hell out. Yes, so this is not a good point. Here's the thing that I didn't under. Okay, the way that this train car is set up, you have the seats right, and the seats are completely built into the ground. Sure. We have seen that he can use the zipper and create sort of pockets in solid objects to store things in. Why didn't he just punch underneath one of the seats where it's a solid object? And just push that part of his torso in there and close it up. <sighs> I don't know. It'll be like the first thing that I did. Well, good for you. I would have only unzipped that portion of my body, left everything else intact, and then stow my heart someplace where nobody could... That's one of the great things about his power. You don't want someone to hit your heart and kill you? Just unzip that part of your body. You got a big old hole there, but you're not dying because it's still, like, technically attached to you? Yeah. Just put it somewhere where no one can get to it. Problem solved. <sighs> Alright. Look, I'm not going to claim to be a master strategist on the level of Bucciarati like you are. Um... I think... Roddy's not playing with a fullback here. I think his brain has aged because of the Grateful Dead. Sure. That's what we'll, I'm going to tell myself. We'll decide that's the canon answer to this. Yeah. So, anyway, he doesn't do that thing that he really should have done, and so, <laughs> sure. of course... Oh, that's why he ripped somebody else's heart out, is because he snags the other person in the car with him. Yeah. Uh, but then he finds his heart anyway, and Pusharani, instead of, again, hiding his heart someplace, which he could do, he splits his heart in half, which starts to kill him. Yep. Uh, I mean, th this is 
sort of a callback to uh, when Jotaro stopped his own heart, though. Yes. Yeah, it it definitely is. And so Pesci can't sense the heartbeat anymore, and Sex Pistols is freaking out because he sees that Butrati is dying because of it. Uh, so Pesci goes and tries to stop the train, and that causes the hunk of heart to sort of slide away from Butrati, but then he does get the train to stop, so it slides back. Puts his whole body back together. I I would like to mention... Uh, Sex Pistols is upset about Butcherati possibly dying. Meanwhile, Guido is still bleeding out, like, on the floor back yeah. there. We do get a couple cuts back to Guido just lying there with three holes in his head, which is great. Yep. Like, three episodes from now, we're going to still cut back, and Guido's still going to be there with holes punched into his skull. I bet next time, like, he's just going to have some bandages on his head, and he'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> he just puts his hat on. Yeah. Well, he needs a new hat, Like, there's no holes in the hat. Oh. It's just like, we get a shot of the bandages on his head, and then he puts the hat on, and that's it. Everything's oh. fine. Yes, actually, that, that sounds very on-brand. Oh, God. So, Pesci gets out of the train, goes to run over to Prosciutto, but, uh-oh, Bucciarotti's here. Yep. And Bucciarotti's... Butrati has this good bit where he's just like, this is the face of a man who's seen ten years of continual bloodshed, and then just cuts back to fucking Pesci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I can't take that seriously at all. Nope. I don't think you're supposed to. Uh, so, Pesci's had enough. Uh, he remembers back to kind of the conversation that he and Prosciutto had about how you only say you're going to kill somebody when you know the deed is going to be done. Uh, so he... No, you only do it after it. it's done. Oh, uh, well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, he says it anyway. Yeah. He, he says does. I'm going to... Then uh, he casts his line and, like, Bucciarati blocks it with both hands, but it just sort of, like, phases through and wraps around his heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a good... So actually, actually, maybe what's a little weird about the heart getting ripped out and that looking like it's censored is we do definitely see the hook go into the heart, which is the grossest thing. Yep. Again, that's why I think it wasn't actually a censorship thing. Maybe. I don't know. It also just didn't necessarily look good, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so he starts saying this thing about how, like, oh, I could always go directly for people's hearts, but, like, I lack confidence, and that's why I go in through their forearm and then just have it find their heart. And then Butcherati ends up doing the thing where he's just like, hey, dumbass, you're supposed to say that after you've killed somebody. Mm -hmm. And then he uh, just grabs the fishing line, whips it around <laughs> Pesci's neck, and it's like... Yep. It, at first I thought he had cut his head off, but no, he, like, snaps no, he's squeezing it. a bunch of... Very high C out of all of his face orifices. Yeah, yeah. Getting some nice ecto cooler. Ugh. This is gross again, but in a way that I am extremely into. Mm -hmm. Especially his head's just like dangling there, and there's just blood seeping all out of his face. And sure. he like pulls Trish out because he's got Coco Jumbo. Uh huh. Because he was going he's to like, smash ah. the turtle. Yeah, well, so he's like, well, you're going to get away with Trish, but I'm going to, like, kill all your friends and smash this turtle up real good and just uh, starts, like, doing a full body dive towards the rock with it. Uh-huh. And uh, th this is when we get another bit of arms, because yep. 
he just goes and um what's he do he like punches him in the face like breaks his neck even more yep and then starts doing the aura aura thing which like dismembers him in the same way that Bucciarati was a few minutes earlier yeah what's a uh, and then like what's Bucciarati's throws all that it's up. like yai 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 right yeah 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 throws him in a lake and uh everybody inside the turtle deages he doesn't throw him in a lake he throws him in the water oh maybe his head because they mention like he, the rest of the parts of him are still scattered he around. He throws he throws several parts of like there are a few bits that hit the water. It seemed to me like some of his body went in there and some of it stayed on land. Okay, well it specifically mentions and shows like parts of Pesci's body are yes. still scattered yeah. around outside. Yeah, yeah, it's a great bit too where they got uh, the next dude we're going to have to fight like reporting back and going like. Prosciutto got real fucked up. Yeah. And, like, there's just parts of Pesci around here, man. Yeah. He's like, man, I don't know uh, uh, what happened here, but he looks like he got caught in, like, an industrial lathe and just spun around a bunch. Like, you ever seen that? You see a video of someone, like, get that gets caught in a lathe and just, like, whips no, them around I... and they, it just, like, breaks all of their limbs? That's what Pesci looked like. I never want to see that. Prosciutto looked like. Well, I'll send you a link later. <laughs> no, you won't. Because <laughs> that video does not exist. Oh, it, it cannot exist. It exists. It's part of a safety training thing I saw once. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd watch that video and I would be like, this job is not for me and walk right out of there. <laughs> Well, yeah. It was also completely the unrelated safest... to anything that I would have been doing. I think the instructor just thought it was a cool video and wanted to show it. <laughs> hey, everyone, check this out. <laughs> hey, guys, look. Uh, he, uh, his legs look like Kermit the Frogs after this happens. <laughs> just walks in the room five minutes late, takes a sip of coffee and says, You guys want to see a dead body? <laughs> Actually, it was not too far from it, but but yes, Malone shows up. Uh, oh, that that reminds me of when I worked at a home for like troubled youth, and we had to take a whole course on how to beat up children. Right. It's just if they ever got like rowdy and needed to be restrained, like here's self defense courses. Is it like here's how you restrain them without like hurting them too yeah. much? Here's how you per- put a sixteen year old in a headlock. Yeah. Uh, it's important skills for everyday life uh yep uh we also get a little bit here of trish like demanding to know what's up with everything because there's like a huge t-rex claw next to her and she's starting Uh, to be able to see stands so she's developed a stand at this point yep or is developing one yep i wonder what they're going to call it because they didn't give it a name here uh i bet it'll be like um Spicy Lady or something. Is it mm. Spice Girl, usually? Uh, and as we see in the next up, uh, they have decided to Hot rename... Girl. Yeah, sure. They've decided to rename Babyface Babyhead. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, the face is attached to the head, so... 
or not uh, you and i were talking about this earlier how i kind of mentioned like sticky fingers is just a term that you would use and you had brought up that well his whole zipper motif like it's obvious what they're going for but like with baby face that's also just a term and nothing about that seems to like tie back into baby face yeah they could just call him baby face yeah. For all I know, I uh, think they have uh, just committed at this point to renaming all of them, no matter how frivolous it might be. Has there been any that hasn't been renamed? In this part, no, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I guess not. Okay. And for the most part, you get it. Like you can't just call the the fishing hook thing Beach Boys. Hmm. You can't just call it the Grateful Dead. Like, those are very obviously band names. Yeah. But, like, Babyface is a term. Yeah. Like, even Moody Blues could... Pro- you could probably get away with mm. that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You wouldn't be able to do something like Man in the Mirror. No. Um, Purple Haze, probably out. It's Gold Experience? What is the... Uh... That's a Prince album. I bet Gold Experience would okay. probably you could get away with. I think it doesn't matter. What, Next time, but what, maybe what do they? What do they call Gold Experience in this? Because it's been like ages since they've actually said the name of that stand, and I've forgotten. Golden Wind, I think, isn't it? They just rename it to the. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think that's true. They just rename it to the name of the part, which, okay, yeah, it's weird. That's one of the. That's one of the least shitty ones, I guess, because it. Ties back into the part name I don't know Yeah Well no that's done Here we are Every time I look into your eyes It's really It's really It's really Every time I connect on your wires Disconnect Disconnect I think anime you finally, roulette. You finally got what you wanted. We got yes, twenty-two we minutes of completely inscrutable garbage. <laughs> That's right. Hunter X Hunter is great. I think it might be great. It might be a good anime. I'm not sure yet. All signs point to yes. This starts with uh. Oh, what are their what are their names? Knuckles and No, no. This thing starts like it has a cold open of a cat girl who looks like the werewolf boy from Helsing. Oh, and that's right. She's just talking to some guy and it just starts with her saying uh something about how they need to kill the puppet. What? They're trying to kill her puppets or something. Right? Yes, there's a puppet on the loose and they need to kill the puppet. Yeah, wood puppet. Yeah. And then we Oh, get imagine the there were an ill bleed anime. That would be so good. <laughs> really would be. Uh I like the theme song. I like the opening. Yeah. Um, it's a good little opening they got. Uh, but yeah, we got I'm trying to remember the other guy's name. It's Knuckle and like sh- Shooter? Yeah, it, so it's Knuckles and Shooter are Knuckle looking for and, Cheetah. Yes. The f- the first line after the opening 
is Knuckle and Shoot are on the move to capture Chitu. And that was when I sent that to you saying, like, this is promising. Yeah, and, like, Knuckles is just like a, um... It's like a delinquent-looking yeah, guy. Like a, like a 40-year-old a... delinquent. Yes, a stereotypical Boncho. Yeah, which, uh, knowing that the, the Yu Yu Hakusho guy made this, this character looks like if... Yusuke and Kuobara did the fusion dance. Yes. Yes. Like his his he's got the Yusuke Pompadour, but it's kind of got like more of a texture to it, like Kuobara, and he looks aged. Uh-huh. Uh he has a stand, apparently. Called APR. Yes. Well, yeah. This little, like, floating teddy bear thing called APR, and over time the person it's attached to their interest increases. No idea and what that means. I don't means. know what that means. They don't mention what that actually means. We get, we also get a special title card where it shows Knuckle standing there and it says, I alone lose when it reaches the heavens, chapter seven bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here. I don't understand. I, is it does it backfire and he goes bankrupt and he loses all of his money? What is interest? I, I don't know. I'm going to read exactly what this says as it comes up. I've got playing here. Knuckles' ability, okay. Chapter Seven bankruptcy. Okay. Where it attaches APR to an enemy. Every ten seconds, APR informs the enemy that interest will be added. But if the enemy is over a hundred meters away from Knuckle, the interest stops. Come on, go. When this happens, the time until the next interest payment is remembered by APR. Once the enemy is back within Knuckles' 100 meter range, APR picks up where it stopped. Just like real world finances, it makes zero sense to me. It, it doesn't say what happens, like what interest is, what happens yeah. if it get, reaches a certain point, do they automatically die? Is it like a curse presumably meter in Dark Souls? Explained, presumably that was explained in the previous episode, which we did not watch, because anime <laughs> roulette does not work that way. Madness <laughs> reigns here in the anime casino. Uh, anyway, Chidu. <laughs> this is, this is, I'm so glad I got to share oh, this wait, with you. Wait, there's, this there's is precisely some... my feeling when I did this with Bleach and they started talking about like, oh, well, his Zanpakuto makes it so you can't do this. And I'm just sitting here going like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I, there's a little bit more Who here. are these people inside the swords? I don't understand. Knuckles says Chitu is approaching at a speed between 160 and 180 kilometers per hour. Oh yeah, sure, because this was also written by Ula Lilia. If, if there are still three seconds or more before APR adds interest again, there's a like, good chance we can of... attack before he notices us. So actually all of this in the opening part did remind me of Platform Masters, or Ten Elemental Masters, rather. Yes. Uh, not just because one of the characters' names is incredibly close to Knuckles, <laughs> uh, but because it is so numbers-heavy. Yeah. I was just, this character is moving at this speed, they are this distance away, there's this interest rate that will build, if they are this distance away, then it doesn't build anymore, and then it will, like, impact this character through bankruptcy, and it makes no sense, and we, we follow all of this for, oh, like, oh. two minutes, then we never see these characters again for the rest <laughs> of the episode. Nope. 
And I, I <laughs> actually, gone. I, I just realized what this means, like what he was actually talking about. He was saying that he has APR attached to him, so he's moving so fast that even though APR will tell him what his interest rate is like every three seconds or whatever, he's moving fast enough that he might reach them before APR would tell them, so Chitu wouldn't even know that they're close enough to trigger the ability. I think. Okay. <laughs> I know. Again, again, Look, this is great. Also, there's a flying bug this, man. We, yeah, because after this, again, we do not see them anymore. The bug man shows up and he's just like, yo, dude, there's guys over here you don't want to be near, so just go in the opposite direction. And then Knuckle and Shoot are just like, well, shit. Yep. They're just and they're sitting around. never seen again. <laughs> I wonder if they're... Well, they must be main characters, because I think Knuckle, at least, is uh, in the intro. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, we also get a bit, like, a little bit later on, where it's, like, two catmen meeting up. Like, yeah. one's a bug cat, and one's just a cat cat. And the bug cat talks to the cat cat, and is... I'm, the, the thing I'm gathering here is, like, the bigger cat, the one that's just a cat... He has a name, but it's not who he actually is. It's like he's inhabiting somebody else's body because the cat goes like, oh, you're actually this person. I didn't even notice that part. I was busy laughing at the cat man just like pulling out a cell phone <laughs> and how yes, he's, he's I mean, wearing that's... like an outfit like he's going to an ICP concert or something. <laughs> yeah. But then also the reason I bring this up is because the bug-looking cat has APR with him. He's, and he's just like, hey, check out my friend. I don't know, he started following me around. I don't know what he does. Yeah. Yeah, that's cheating. What's up with you? The, the big one is like Lyon or something. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and Lyon has a job offer for Chitu. Natasha uh, Lyon. Yeah. Bad Tasha Lyon. Ooh. No. Ooh. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, you saw what I saw. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a bit here uh, where a bunch of army dudes are knocked out, and yep, the, the I don't know why. Kid, kid with white hair running through streets. Wait, okay, what does he say here? Uh, the odds are against me now. I have to give up my instigation. My only option is to take out as many puppets and soldiers as I can. But then he's in the forest all of a sudden. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a character in green who is also in a forest running along, and then at the end of the episode, he's just in a desert. Yeah. He's so the main I'm character. I know that because he's like. Terrain of this is like a Mario game where it's very inconsistent. Or these guys run really fast. Maybe. It, I know the guy in green is the main character because he's, you know, in the thumbnail and everything. He's on the cover mm. of all the stuff. I don't know what his name is. Don't know what his deal is because he doesn't do anything here. Yeah. Uh, the kid with the white hair is more of, like, the main character of this episode than anybody else. Like, mm -hmm. we follow him the most. And, um, yeah, when he's in the forest... Uh, the the Mothman spots him and starts letting all these soldiers know where he's at, and so he gets ambushed. But this kid like fucks them up. Yeah, so bad. This is actually more violent than I was expecting. 
Yeah, me too. Like, he's just cutting heads off. Stabbing his fingers in dude's skulls. Uh-huh. Well, and it, then, like, there's a dude on, what, like, like, a... His, his name's, like, K- Killua? Oh, well, he definitely kills. Uh-huh. He does a lot of that. Uh, there's a dude on, like, a giant ball who's, like, running away. He's a dung beetle. And he goes... Yeah, he goes to kill the dung beetle man and then gets farted on. And so it's super, super explosive. Like, he gets right next to him. There's a huge explosion, and then we have a tight shot of this, like, mechanical-looking hole right on this dude's ass, and it just pans out, and it's just like, I farted on you. The show's great. I I also really like the look of the flying bug man that's like uh spotting for the bad guys because yeah. he looks like um remember how at the end of UHF Philo like turns into an alien and flies away yes. he looks like that oh my god he does and I'm sorry I need to go back a second because kill you uh he looks like super serious like this is like a a grim moment where his arms are crossed and he's like smoking and he's got battle damage and he's just like dude farted on me <laughs> i also would like to go back because the first time when he's running into the forest so the uh flying bug man can't see him anymore he says something like uh, well i can get down here but the bug man is out of yo-yo range and so that made me think, like, oh, he uses yo-yo as a weapon. That That's a good goof. And then here he is just stabbing dudes in the head. Yeah. And yes, I'm so watching this now. Like... He grabs one guy and just twists his head completely around. Yeah. I don't, under, I don't understand if he has a yo-yo weapon somewhere on him or if his freak strength is called yo-yo. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. Like, yo-yo, I just ripped your head off. Because I don't see him use a yo-yo here. He he grabs, like, no. a pipe and then, like, attacks the dung beetle guy with it. There is nothing approaching a children's toy or fun in games. There's a farting bug man and interest rates are increasing and this child committed, like, <laughs> ten murders. And later on, like, he does not hesitate at all of just jamming his, like, thumb into a guy's head. Yeah. Uh, that guy, by the way, uh, he's starting to get sniped now um, with fleas, flea <laughs> bullets that don't actually, like, kill you. They penetrate enough of your skin and then have, like, a coating on it that prevents the blood from clotting. So he's, like, starting to slowly bleed out. And he figures out, oh, they're doing this just enough, so i'll have enough blood loss that i'll be weak and tired but they're not doing it to kill me so they probably want to like capture me i would like to say this this is a point this was a little disappointing that uh hunter x hunter does not have a hilarious bumper like slam dunk did oh yeah it's just like a little thing that pops up on the lower third that says hunter x hunter and then like it picks up on the same frame yeah yeah that's kind of a bummer yeah kind of lame with, with all these wacky characters that you could do something with. Yeah. I mean, even, like, Lupin <laughs> Third has a little bit of, like, ah, Lupin, he opens a dresser and Fujiko's in there with a gun or something. You know, they could do something. You see APR and it'd be like, the interest rate is increasing next on Hunter x Hunter. And then it comes back and it's like all the characters are in, like, one of those things where they don't have any clothes but they're wearing the barrel. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they all went bankrupt. It's a good bit. It's hard. It's hard being an adult. So, also, apparently, uh, Flying Bugman has telepathy because he's shown yeah. like uh, yeah. he's shown Professor X speaking to several characters. So, I I guess it's just uh, him that can do it. The others can't necessarily. <laughs> but here. He just starts reading out coordinates of where Kiliua is. And yeah. it's just like and so X we get, 68, uh, Y92. Uh, and yeah, can... and... yeah, go ahead. I was going to say we get our sniper, uh, who I love because he's just like super chill and is just singing a song the entire time. Yes, all of his dialogue is sung. It sounds like an Inca yeah. song or something. <laughs> Well, except for one little bit where he finishes singing something and then goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that too. But he's got like this, uh, like an organic looking sniper rifle. It's more like a cannon attached to his arm and it's got like a big veiny sack on the yeah. back of it. He calls and it he's an air gun. The... Yeah, he, he's picking the fleas up out of the, uh, the, the fuzz on his jacket and he's clicking them in. And then the sack expands, and the air pushes it out and shoots them. Um, and so Kiliwa is doing this thing where he's summoned up, like, Goku energy. So when the flea penetrates the, the energy field, he knows where it is, and then on reflexes alone, he just dodges out of the way. Mm -hmm. uh, but he intentionally gets hit so he can figure out where it's coming from and then rush down the sniper. Yes. Because if he keeps getting hit, he's just going to lose too much blood. Yeah. Uh, and so he does rush down the sniper, and the sniper is like going into a cave, and he's like, this is a trap, are you going to follow me? Aha! And yep. then he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he's like, I love traps. I love traps, and I love murder! <laughs> My name is Kill You. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, this uh, that's when we get the bit where the kid just jams his uh, fingers into this dude's skull, and octopus tentacles just start coming out of his mouth and his ears and his well, nose. Wait. Before that, we do get the bit of the kid in green. Oh right, uh, yeah, he's in, in the, the desert because he thought he was being followed, and so he he took I'm I'm guessing a detour into a vast expanse of desert. So you could see from all sides. Yeah. And actually, and now that I'm looking at you can see the forest near it. Okay. So hey. this is a Mario kind of thing where vastly what? different oh. regions are no. like locked together. No, never mind. I was imagining things. Okay. It's like a, just oh. a vast desert in every direction. Then I guess he maybe just runs really fast. Anyway, like a gecko shows up. Yeah. It's a weird chameleon I, man. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't remember exactly what they talked about because he's just like, oh, you'd make a great business partner. I'm not here to kill you. I'm a good guy. I'm an ally. And this kid just completely believes him. Yeah. Like, he's ready to hurt him for, like, a second. And he's just like, oh, okay, I believe you. Chameleon guy looks cool. Like, he's, he's just a chameleon yeah. man with, like, he's in a sweatsuit. Just wearing normal dude clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like he's out for a jog. Sure. 
I I mean, he kept up with that kid. Yeah. Well, he says like he was about to run out of stamina anyway. Uh, Which is funny because he doesn't seem exhausted at all. No. He just like has a nice chat with Kid in Green while his eyes bug around. Yeah, and and so again, I have no idea what he's proposing. I do not know if this is a character that was established in an episode earlier. I don't know if he's actually trustworthy. If this is like he's lying to this kid and duping him, or if he's a genuine ally. Well, the guy says, like, are you guys here to defeat the king? Hmm. He says, I've been watching you since that other kid was with you. So apparently at some point they had, like, I guess they've gotten separated. Split up. Yeah. I don't know why he's running out into the desert if it was just to... Man, I don't know. So many mysteries. <laughs> Such is the nature of the roulette. Yeah. The roulette is a strange and mysterious mistress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like all we get with the, presumably the main character of this show. Yes. That's like, I'm guessing literally this is actually scene. one of those... Yeah, I, I'm guessing this is actually one of those things where, like, the kid in the white, Killua and the green-haired kid, they pretty much split the the screen time equally, like, one of those things is what I'm imagining, but... I, I'm guessing yes, Killua the, is the Vegeta of this show. Yeah. Like, I bet he starts as an enemy and now is, like, a begrudging ally. Yeah, the the character who is arguably more deadly and much cooler than the main character and has i would assume more going on if we all right so if i had to guess uh, first of all i don't know what a hunter is they've never mentioned like there's no indication of what a hunt being a hunter actually means i guess these well, main characters they were, are they hunters were hunting, they were hunting puppets is that what they actually do i'm guessing because the only other characters that we see that are like human and have powers I, and can do extraordinary things yeah, I thought are they were hunting, going after the puppets. I thought they were hunting like chimera ants, as they call them. I, I think guess, those are puppets. Oh, okay. Because they're like, or as far as I can tell, they're like genetically engineered soldiers, like super soldiers or something. Yeah, or, or because kind of going back over to the other thing that's going on at this moment, which is the sniper who is actually an octopus inhabiting the body of somebody that I, I guess he like hollowed out and is uh-huh. puppeting around. True. Maybe those are the, are like these parasitic beings. Yes. Okay. Yes. He says, and so I don't know. A... Do, do they practically hunt those or is that just like this arc? I don't know. Neither of us know. That's the whole point. How does APR fit into this? <laughs> oh no. Whose interest rate will increase in the next episode? <laughs> anyway, uh, what I was saying is, so after that part in the desert, we come back to Flea Man, who says, this is a trap. Wanna come in? And then Kiliwa jumps after him, jams his finger in his skull, and says, couldn't care less. And the yep. other guy is very excited about this. Yeah, that's when tentacles start coming out of his body. Yep. Uh, and he wraps Kiliwa up, and he's, like, falling into an underground, like, it's a cavern with a huge ravine in it. Yeah, they just call uh, it, like, an underground lake. Yeah, underground lake. Um, and so he's uh, going to drop him in there, and at first I thought he was just going to suffocate him, but there's actually, like, a bunch of, 
weird fish hybrid piranha things that are going to eat them when they fall in there. Oh yeah, and and then and... one of the uh, the fish thing says, "Oh, this is Captain Ikalga's host." Oh crap! Yeah. Stop eating it. Oh, we can't. It's too delicious, or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So they're eating the octopus man's uh, his host body, and then we kind of pan up, and uh, Kiliua has used one of the tentacles to like stick to like a stalactite, and uh... <laughs> we get this uh, hilarious-looking octopus monster. That is what was actually attached to the giant veiny orb. Yes. Uh, so that whole sniper thing is just part of what's stuck out of him, uh, out of the host body, but is part of the actual character. But this and, this uh, is the very end of the episode, though. He, he <laughs> Kiliwa yeah. says, oh, it's an octopus. And he says, don't call me an octopus, and points a gun at him, and it freeze frames on that, and that's the end. <laughs> yeah, no, but it also says that he's an ant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A chimera ant. Yeah, like, but he's totally an octopus. Well, yes, it's resembling an octopus. And then again, he says, don't call me an octopus. And that's Hunter x Hunter. <laughs> I guess that's what that show's about. <laughs> sure. Finance bears and mothmen and flea bullets. Well, I know what our votes are going to be, but for uh, t- to be formal, we're leaving here, this fucker in. <laughs> yeah. All right, you you vote to leave this in the roulette. So do I. Absolutely. Ab- yep. Yeah. Okay, now let's select next week's. Uh, get the randomizer here. One through twelve. Spin the wheel. Four. Which is Legend of Galactic Heroes. Okay, I don't think I've ever even heard of that one. Well, there are 110 episodes of it. Fantastic. So, so that would mean that we would start at 55 and up. I don't know that we're always going to stick with strictly halfway through. Um, I, sure I think we need time. to at least give it another couple of tries because you know what? It really worked in our favor with Hunter x Hunter. <laughs> It did. We were so deep in the weeds on that show, I have no idea. The thing is Start like, to finish, I don't understand anything about Hunter x Hunter. Oh yeah, also I forgot next time there's a hot mermaid lady that was in the like next episode on. <laughs> uh, See, I've been not watching the next episode things because I don't want to get to a point where I'm just like, I need to start this show from episode one because I don't got the time to do that right now. This doesn't tell you anything. It's just like mermaid lady next to a very like stereotypically handsome looking mermaid man. It almost looks like a Mm. handsome Squidward or something. Uh, Donate to mermaids. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Oh, anyway. uh, Your name is Graham. This show is not for you. (laughs) Uh, From episodes 55 to 110. Let's see what we got. 94. All right. Next time, episode 94. Huh? Uh, It's a fresh one. I mean, it's got 110 episodes. It's on the... Oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, well, I don't know. So is this uh, a show that is concluded? Is it done? Or is this a show that is still ongoing? This is a show from, like, the 80s. (laughs) 
So this is good because we're damn near at the end of the entire run of the series. Yep. All right. I can't wait to understand on a damn piece of this. The thing is, the episode name. Uh, oh, well, let me look it up because I'll have to uh have to actually go to an episode list. Mm. Oh man, is this separating the numbers by season? No. Okay. Good. Ninety. Ninety four. Rebellion is a hero's privilege. Okay. So I also mentioned last time when we looked up uh, what the Hunter x Hunter episode was to make sure it wasn't a recap. Uh, mm-hmm. In the in the summary, I saw the phrase "instead of fighting," and I started to think, "Oh no, this might not be a good one." Yeah. I was wrong. In fact, yes, now I'm yes, not really were. sure. Oh, it it must be um. Either talking about the the two cat people or the lizard guy or something. I think it's probably referring to the fact that Knuckle and Shoot were expecting to fight Chidu, but oh, maybe. he doesn't show up. So instead of fighting, they don't have a fight. Maybe. I don't remember. I think they mentioned something like they need to relocate or something like that. They need to regroup. I don't remember, but yeah. 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 Anyway, next uh, week, so I don't know what this show is about. One thing I'm concerned of about this is it coming from the 80s, uh, kind of just the general f- fun, jovial nature of the name of the show. I wonder if it's a cutie honey or like a uh, a dirty pair thing where like each episode sort of not connected to anything else. No, it's not. Uh, I just checked. It ran from 88 to 97. Okay, so it's much more likely to have like a a through plot to it. Yeah. Um, the thing is, the series that... like started earlier. There have been like three or four like series, but this is oh, okay. the long running one. Yeah, because I, I want to say like through the eighties is where you started to get away from that thing of just like uh, there's no through plot. It's just every episode's its own self contained story. And like by the nineties in anime, everything was completely interconnected. Yeah, because um, here on the Wikipedia page, uh, you've got like this original video animation, which is the series that we're talking about here with 110 episodes. Uh, anime film, anime film. There's another OVA series with 24 episodes uh, in 98. Then there's another OVA series with 28 episodes in 99. Uh, there's another manga from 2006 to 2012. There's another TV series. Uh, oh, that was last year for 12 episodes. Uh, now this is telling me is that this is a very long running, has a very deep history, probably a lot of stuff going on with it. Exactly. So picking up at episode 94 is a wise decision. That's why I picked it. All that, right. Well, we good. will be watching next week, episode 17 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Babyface. Uh-huh. And episode 94 of Legend of the Galactic Heroes. The, um, yeah. The 88. The one with the whole mess of episodes. Yeah. That big fucker. Yeah. Well, until then. Until then. Uh, I never yeah. 
We'll see you next week when usual. I finish watching a hundred and ten damn episodes of Hunter X Hunter, and I've forgotten to watch anything that I was supposed to for the next recording. Sounds about right. I'm Larry Davis. I was George Brundle once, long ago. Yeah. Now I'm a flea man. That's right. I'm With full a... of octopus. Belly full of octopus. Yeah. It's truer than you might think. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I'm a cork on the ocean Floating over the raging sea How deep is the ocean? How deep is the ocean? I lost my Anyway, what I was saying was, tomorrow, Kingdom Hearts 3 is out. Yeah. You're excited, right? No. It's got James Woods in it. <laughs> Everybody loves James Woods. I heard he had some things to say about some stuff. Oh, he's got a lot of great people ideas. People didn't like... <laughs> Let's go, go check his Twitter, see what he's all about. Okay, hold on. Let me see what James Woods has to say. All right. Twitter, James Woods. Oh, this is just a hideous video of a baby. All right. Great. Well, then we already know you're on his side. Fair share is an interesting concept, so let me get this straight. I've worked my whole life. You, however, defrauded your way into a lucrative teaching position at the expense of another more qualified individual. Please give me half of your net worth. Thanks, he says in reply to Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> okay. I wondered where that was going. I thought maybe James Woods was just picking on some random teacher and thought, yeah, that seemed, <laughs> that makes sense. That's about what I, I would mean, expect. I did not read far enough ahead to see who he was replying to because I figured whatever it was going to be was going to be funny. Yep.